Hello, this is Richard Carafel from Agility PR Solutions, and welcome to PR Profiles, a video series and podcast where we chat with experts in the PR and communications industry. Uh, we think PR is the most formidable, dynamic, and rewarding field there is, and we wanted to introduce you to some of our favorite powerhouses in the industry. And today we're speaking with Tony DeFazio, founder of Sustainable PR. Hi, Tony. Hello. Nice to meet you and uh, be with you today for this interview. Indeed, and the same to you. Uh, thrilled to have you. So tell us a little bit first about, uh, about yourself and about Sustainable PR. Absolutely. So um, I'm a PR guy through and through. Um, I've been I, 30 years public relations, business communications uh, consultant, both in-house as well as uh, as an advisor with a number of agencies. I've been a partner in one agency and started two others, uh, one of which became a top 50 PR firm. I achieved a liquidity event with two of those agencies that I started on my own. And uh, I would describe myself as a gifted storyteller, but you know, in our profession, there's many gifted storytellers. I would say over my career, what's distinguished me uh, has been my diplomatic skills. Um, and uh, de developing relationships came easy early on. And uh, I think understanding what the person on the other side wants, whether that's a prospective client, a journalist, or a blogger, uh, is really helpful to building uh, long-term uh, relationships that benefit uh, both parties. So as a result, I've been able to develop a very uh, extensive network of uh, media contacts, particularly in uh, tier one media, who will pick up our, our phone call or respond to our email. Um, and then likewise, will reach out to me directly uh, for sources for their reporting. Well, that's the way you do it. Uh, terrific. Uh, thank you, Tony. Uh, all right, good. So, um, you know, this is a bit of a rapid fire interview. So I'm just going to jump in here uh, with the first question. Um, you've had quite an accomplished career, as you just alluded to, in public relations, building, selling multiple PR agencies. Uh, then in the height of the pandemic, you decided to move from your longtime home in Philadelphia over to Glen Falls, New York, and open sustainable PR, focusing on businesses developing sustainable products and services to fight climate change. Now, can you tell us more about how sustainable PR came to be and what led you to be to, uh, led you to focusing on sustainability. Absolutely, Richard. Well, I've had a vision. I had a vision for many years. Um, I, I would say probably since the mid nineties to combine my skills and experience in PR with my passion for the environment. Uh, I was, when I was a kid, I, I had a Creek running through my backyard. I you know thought biology was going to be uh, my first career pursuit um, and, uh, it wasn't until later on that I kind of, you know, the sales, uh, 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 personality in me went more into the direction of communications and ultimately public relations, but I kind of just uh, parked that idea, um, in the back of my head because I really hadn't crystallized yet. And you know how life is, you're always busy and something's always happening, um, but what happened was the pandemic, quite frankly, it was, I describe it as the great snow globe. You know, it shook up every one of our lives and we started to reassess our priorities. 
And one day on a hike uh, in Philadelphia in a park, uh, my one of my uh, childhood friends challenged me to do something big with the next 10 years of my life. And that's when I, quite frankly, I had the light bulb moment. That's when I everything came together in one moment in, in deep in the woods. And I knew the time was right for a pure play uh, green PR firm. Then I looked at the numbers, hired a uh, intern, uh, and uh, we started grinding through data. And we found some research documents that suggested the market was going to uh, grow $10 billion over the next five years alone. I believe that that figure probably has been uh, increased just in the last two years, and that the market, uh, the marketplace for uh, marketing communications was fragmented. Uh, We saw some agencies with a plank for green products and services, um, but few were focused exclusively on earned media, which is our bread and butter. So, in terms of Glens Falls and uh, I've been coming to the Adirondack region uh, since my childhood. My, my folks brought me up here, um, and I have an lo- ongoing love affair with this region. Uh, it's my home away from home. It's where my heart is. It's an outdoorsman's paradise with 46 peaks above 4,000 feet, world-class skiing and fishing. Uh, Glens Falls was a natural because the businessman in, in, inside of me looked at the uh, ge- geography, and it was... Uh, within an hour to the state capital of Albany in an international airport, and then 30 minutes uh, either to the high peaks where a lot of the, recre- the world-class recreation is, and 30 minutes to booming Saratoga Springs. Um, so it seemed logistically to be in the, a, a strategically located in a great spot, which they, they refer to Glens Falls as uh, the gateway to the Adirondack Park. And so the Adirondack Park provides daily inspiration for our creativity and our storytelling. And we actually sponsor outings uh, into the park, which the company, Sustainable PR, uh, pays for on behalf of our uh, employees so that they, they, they get rejuvenated and get a break from the, uh, the doings of uh, PR work. That's very neat. Uh, uh, that light bulb moment you talked about, very uh, uh, inspiring. And the whole concept sounds very inspiring for your employees and the whole agency. Uh, that's, that's like I said before, that's the way you do it. So, uh, so I'm glad that all panned out for you. You're able to put that together, uh, especially yeah. during such trying times. So using your strengths in PR to help transition a community to green energy is a massive accomplishment. So can you walk us through some of the challenges that came with the Cipriani Energy Group campaign, installing community solar in Gilderland, New York, and how you overcame them? Absolutely, Richard. Um, So a little context uh, for your listeners and viewers is Cipriani Energy Group uh, is an Italian uh, community solar developer and they established a beachhead in New York um, with a separate entity, a subsidiary. And uh, they are one of a number of community solar providers who are helping the state of New York reach its renewability, renewable energy targets of 70% renewable energy by 2030. It's one of the most ambitious uh, government or state-based uh, mandates uh, to go green. And um, so they, Cipriani reached out to us after reviewing our capabilities and our services, particularly they were interested in community relations. Um, there are two 
planks to community solar, which by the way, um, as opposed to uh, buying solar panels and putting them on your house and going to a local contractor, what community solar is, is different. It's large solar farms. There could be a football field to two football field in lengths, and they generate between three, typically three and five megawatts of power. So you're talking about providing renewable energy for 120 to 150 homes in any given community, depending on the size. Now, in order for these uh, large-scale solar arrays uh, to be built, they need to work through local municipalities to receive approval. And in most cases, that requires going through each community's uh, zoning uh, board of appeals because most zoning laws were not set up to accommodate and address a large-scale uh, development of, of this nature. Now, increasingly, a lot of communities, particularly in upstate New York, have solar laws on the books that account for developers that help the state reach its objective. That being said, the particulars of each project um, do have to go through legal review. And in most cases, they need what's called a variance. A variance just means you like to build something that doesn't necessarily fit perfectly. And uh, you know, if you make a strong enough case, then uh, the Zoning Board of Appeals will typically grant uh, approval. So um, what our campaign focused on was rallying the troops. We use both uh, traditional public relations with respect to media outreach and generating uh, stories favorable about the benefits of, so of community solar, which includes a typically a 10% reduction in uh, resident uh, utility bills. Um, but more, more of the focus of this campaign and our challenge was to build armies of supporters in Gilderland. And so what we did is we went boots on the ground <clears throat> into the community and started pressing the flesh. And that's kind of uh, odd in today's digital age. But the reality is, in addition to using Facebook and doing sponsored ads on Facebook, uh, we also went into uh, coffee shops and we went into supermarkets. And we started talking to folks about uh, the benefits of community solar. <clears throat> and ultimately, what we did, Richard, is we built a targeted list of supporters that we could energize and empower to attend the zoning hearing, uh, the zoning zoning board of appeals meeting, and speak up in favor of this uh, proposed development, and we were able to get a lot of stakeholders in the community of Gilderland to show up for a Zoom call and uh, to speak out favorably, including the head of the Chamber of Commerce and other um, significant uh, uh, stakeholders in the community. And when the vote came around, we had a unanimous decision in the favor of our client. And so as we speak, they are building that solar farm. That is a terrific story. Uh, it's very uplifting, and that is a massive accomplishment. Uh, congratulations on that, uh, and uh, and what a what a great movement towards the kind of world we, we should all be living in, right? Uh, awesome, Tony. That's fantastic. All right, now what's a what would you say is a go to uh, in, a PR industry resource for you, whether that be a tool or a book, uh, a course, or something else that you just can't imagine doing your job without. Yeah, it's a good question. I, uh, you know, the ones that that I look at uh, typically are Bulldog Reporter, 
PR Agility's weekly newsletter, which I think is both uh, graphically uh, well uh, designed. In other words, it's, it's an easy read and it, it provides a great synopsis of weekly news. Uh, PR News, uh, also a good resource. Uh, but because we're focused on national business media, our daily reads basically required for our team are the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, CNBC. And of course, as you would, because we are a specialty agency focused on the green economy, we keep pace with uh, the green media, which seems to be proliferating uh, like, you know, like green shoots in spring, right? Coming out of the ground. Um, so one of the ones we, we uh, follow, which is uh, completely digital, is Green Biz, B-I-Z. And um, I would highly recommend anyone who is in this sector uh, to zero in on that publication, in addition to Bloomberg Green, which is a weekly uh, TV segment that airs Sunday mornings on Bloomberg TV at 7 a.m. If anybody else is crazy enough to be up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday. Uh, I, I You mentioned honorable mentions, and I think uh, mm. uh, I, I may have misconstrued the question a little bit, but um, moment of self-promotion, I had noted that we had won uh, two uh, PRSA uh, ladles in Philadelphia in the last two years for our campaigns. And they uh, that's the PRSA Philadelphia chapters uh, pepper pot awards. And so uh, I don't know if that's what you were referring to, but that I did want to mention that. Yeah, no, uh, that's a, that's exactly what we we're referring to. Uh, it's not exactly the tool that you were, are using to, uh, uh, to to do better work, but it's a recognition of that work. So uh, good enough. Uh, well, wonderful. Well, thanks for all those resources. I am familiar with Green Biz for sure, and uh, we'll look into some of those others. So, and thank you for the Bulldog Reporter mention. Uh, so uh, now, what is something you're really excited about right now, whether that be personally or professionally? Uh I'll start professionally and I'll go in reverse order. Um, we're really excited about the launch of our first ebook. It's titled Seven Winning PR Tactics for Green Companies How to Learn to Use Green Messaging Confidently and Effectively. One of the is the biggest issue that's dominating uh, the sustainability marketing communications uh, sector is the notion of greenwashing. And it's very simply, it's companies are so excited about telling the story of their green attributes that they're overstating um, what these products actually do. And uh, so they're getting called out left and right, particularly by millennials who are highly educated, highly attuned to uh, transparency, authenticity, and they're Richard, they're looking under the, the hood, so to speak, at every single business to see if their claims are truthful. So we went ahead and wrote an ebook about this, and we're arming uh, businesses who want to tell a, their green story with what they need to know, how they should communicate to reach their target audiences effectively and authentically. Folks can check it out and download it at the following landing page. It's sustainablepr.com our website address, backslash ebook, and I think another backslash. Um, so that's what I'm excited about. We just launched it on uh, Earth Day, and uh, it's getting wide circulation. We encourage your listeners and viewers uh, to, to, to check that out. Personally, I am on a quest, Richard, to become a 46er. Now, uh, to... Uh, <laughs> 
uh, edify your your uh, followers as to what a 46er is. There are 46 peaks, as I mentioned, uh, in the Adirondack Park that are above 4,000 feet. And a 46er is somebody who has summited all of those peaks. I've got a long way to go. I've got 10 uh, notches, uh, summited, 10 peaks summited, but I've made a commitment uh, starting next week to dedicate every Friday to summiting one more of those 46 peaks. So I'll finally uh, make that crowning achievement. It's been a wow. life, lifelong pursuit of mine. <laughs> yeah, boy, that, that, that is a, that's a quite a lofty goal, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, and, uh, and congratulations on the launch of the ebook. That's terrific. Um, uh, good luck with the, uh, with the scaling, the, the, the summit scaling there. Uh, all right, now, um, what's been your favorite failure? And what were the lessons you learned from it? Well, favorite, um, I, I, you know, uh, the one I look back at over my career, um, when I, when you say favorite, I'm going to put favorite in the category of what did I learn most from? Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was selling my, uh, first agency too soon. And, um, uh, I got a sweetheart offer from a large marketing communications firm in Philadelphia who wanted to boost their earned media capabilities. And I had an attractive portfolio that complemented theirs. And uh, I think, uh, you know, the dollar signs and the notion of having a liquidity event was very seductive. But at the end of the day, reflectively, if I look back at it, A, it was not a great fit culturally with that organization. And so there were three uh, rather trying years working in an atmosphere that uh, was not in alignment with my values or my personality. Uh, and, and quite frankly, I think we could have grown that business uh, tenfold because it was, it was growing 100% year over year. Um, so I look back at that and I say, you know what, let's have a long, longer runway. And so with sustainable PR, my uh, business objective is uh, much farther out. And I think given the fact that all economies all over the world, all countries, all businesses will have to be green in order to address the fierce urgency of the climate crisis. There's a great book, by the way, I would recommend for uh, your, your followers who uh, would have an interest in sustainability. And the title is called Speed and scale. The author is John Doerr, D-O-E-R-R. -R, and he is a famous venture capitalist from Silicon Valley who has made his life's mission the last 10 years to save the planet with innovate by supporting and investing in innovative product and services. And he's literally written the blueprint for how we can save the planet. And uh, I'm well into the read as we speak. And I would encourage um, followers of your uh, programs uh, to check that out if indeed they're interested in, in sustainability. That's great and a great recommendation. Uh, I am familiar with John Doerr and uh, I'm looking forward to reading that. I'm going to take a look. Uh, there you so go. Thanks for, thanks for mentioning that, Tony. Uh, now, what advice would you give students or people that are just starting out in PR? Um, you know, Richard, this my opinion on this has not changed in, in 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, and that is Read real media, right. okay? Don't spend your time on social media. Be very careful what you're consuming over the internet. Read credible, traditional media. 
and in particular, business media. I have found too many students who come out of PR programs in college uh, have completely the wrong idea of what public relations is. And they want to be Instagram stars. Uh, they, you know, they, they want to post on social media all day. Um, and they don't understand the power and influence of publications like the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, uh, very specific financial media like Barron's. Understand how business works. Understand how the financial markets work. Because at the end of the day, unless you're working exclusively in the nonprofit realm, you're working for a for-profit business. And a for-profit business is all about business. <laughs> so um, the, the most prolific uh, publicists that I've worked with, my peers in the industry, all were students of business and finance. And what they do is they overlay their PR skills, their journalism skills, if they come with that background and education, into the business world, okay? Um, where I see uh, uh, practitioners who um, have difficulty getting up the ladder in terms of being very productive and successful for client campaigns is those that just don't understand how business works. So I would encourage um, those just starting out, and, and I speak regularly with my alma mater, Ithaca College and the Park School of Communications. In fact, they just interviewed me for the launch of the ebook. Um, and uh, I always encourage students, follow business reporting and understand how the stock market works, understand how private finance works. You know, how does a seed stage startup company, uh, a software business get money, right? Well, they don't have sales. They get it from friends and family, then they get it from angel investors, and then they get it from venture capitalists and they work their way up as the company matures. If you understand how that works, you're gonna be uh, heads and tails ahead of your peers in the public relations world. That's terrific advice. Uh, and that is an important part of understanding uh, the, you know, not only the brands you're supporting, but the business behind them. Uh, so that's terrific advice. Thank you, Tony. Uh, now back to sustainability for a moment. It is obviously something that's in the front seat you know, uh, uh, among business trends, and it's driving a lot of the decisions uh, in the boardrooms. Now, have you noticed any trends in the sustainability space since opening sustainability, since uh, opening sustainable PR? And is there anything that you think PR professionals should keep on their radar uh, in 2022? Yes, I do. I think uh, legislation and, and public policy is, is going to continue to drive the marketplace as well as uh, venture investing. Um, but we see what we've seen since launching sustainable PR is the uptick in uh, legislation that uh, particularly coming out of Washington, uh, but also statewide. I just mentioned in New York state that that mandate, it's an edict uh, that they, the state has to reach 70% renewable energy by 2030. If you look at the Build Back Better Act, for instance, that uh, President Biden championed, it's evolving. It didn't get enough support to uh, pass the Senate, but they're, they're reconstituting it as we speak. And it has very significant climate um, uh, uh, programs in there that will be 
uh, well-funded. So I see legislation and public policy as continuing to be a driver for uh, the marketplace. Um, but also going back to that book, John, uh, uh, Richard, that we just mentioned, John Doerr's book, you know, the, the pace of venture capital uh, is going to be accelerating dramatically, exponentially into products and services that will support entrepreneurialism and innovation in the green economy. That's why, frankly, we think we are in the right place at the right time in a perfect storm. And you know what? We're, we're doing well by doing good. Okay. So we're taking our craft of storytelling and engagement, and we're helping these companies become successful that they can uh, reduce uh, carbon footprints and, um, and uh, the reduction of fossil fuels and the increase of electronic EVs, electronic vehicles, and basically the electrification of everything, including the grid, where we get our energy from, our homes. Um, and so we're just really excited to be offering uh, our, our, our capabilities at this time with all of these uh, macro economic and market dynamics playing out. Yeah, that's terrific, Tony. Uh, you've got a remarkable story to tell. It's very inspiring. Uh, and I agree, right place, right time. You certainly are there. Uh, and uh, so, um, all right. So finally, how, how can people connect with you and with Sustainable? Yeah, um, so all the usual places, right? One of the things I did from a business standpoint that I think was probably uh, uh, my, my stroke of genius, if, if there is one, was to get the URL, you know, sustainablepr.com. Uh, it is a giant billboard on the information superhighway. We're, we're contacted daily, weekly by people who want to work with us. Our biggest challenge, quite frankly, is just finding proper fits in terms of uh, clients. But that's where folks can find us, sustainablepr.com. We also have Facebook. We, we're on LinkedIn. We have a Twitter handle. Um, and we have a nice uh, Instagram account as well. So that's how you can get in touch with us. And we look forward to uh, hearing from both uh, uh, budding PR professionals well, as well as uh, companies that want to get their story told about their green attributes. That's terrific, Tony. All right, great. Now, that's all the time we have, everybody. So, uh, again, we have been chatting with Tony DeFazio, the founder of Sustainable PR in Glens Falls, New York. Now, thanks you again for joining us today, Tony. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate being here. You bet. All right. Now, we hope you enjoyed this episode of PR Profiles brought to you by Agility PR Solutions. In these last few seconds, we have a bit of an announcement we'd like to make. We recently updated our media intelligence services. Now, does getting curated media briefs and regular executive ready reports into the success of your PR activities sound good to you? If yes, then you're gonna to wanna to learn about our media intelligence services. So you should visit agilitypr.com today. All right, thanks again, everyone for tuning in. I'm Richard Carafel, and thanks to Tony DeFazio and we'll see you soon for the next episode.